1: fade away this the best self podcast day to day i get excited about it every night about it. a real seas fan wouldn't want to live their life without it banner 18 in the making we got to make it best squad in the east and still we can't get complacent most winning franchise so the history's ancient you could tell the other guys are going plan a vacation Yeah, Corrales, Packard, and J. King Locked on, trying to get the 18th ring
2: The most in-depth coverage that you ever gonna hear Well-respected in a city like Russell's career It's Rain and J's J's. Millie's
0: Welcome back. This is the Locked On Celtics Podcast And we want to thank you for making us part of your daily routine And we are here for you on, uh, what day is this, Tuesday now? I forget. Tuesday. Tuesday, It's a Tuesday show and we are wrapping up the road trip. The road trip is over. Long live the Plain Ride Celtics, who lost to the Los Angeles Clippers 140 to 115. This was disgusting. It was a bad defensive game, to say the least. And we're here to talk about it. We're the Rain and Jays. I am John Corrales, beat raider. For MassLive.com joined by Samuel Jamison Packard the third. Jam. Also known as ladies love cool jam.
1: Jam, jam, jam.
0: <laughs> jam. <laughs> uh, if you're new to the show, thank you. We're you will find some of this goofiness mixed into the program, along with our own special brand of serious talk and whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm loopy. We've we need been, to get out of L.A., John. We need to get out of here, man. Kyrie Irving said it after the game. Uh, no disrespect to the L.A. natives, but we've been here long enough. we got to get the hell out of Los Angeles. Now, this is not a typical road trip. Teams don't usually spend like five days in
1: Los was Angeles. This was their fifth, maybe sixth night, if you're being technical, after that Sacramento win. This yeah. Is sixth night in Los Angeles for the Celtics, and they – I don't I don't want to blame it on the LA nightlife, I just like but whatever they did tonight on defense just wasn't working. The Clippers shot 61%. You can round up to 62%. Scored 140 points in the final three quarters. Ugh. 37, 39, 39. They were 13 of 28 from 3 and uh, every time they ran a pick and roll, uh, it <laughs> oh was a uh, points God. for the uh, Clippers. Also on top of that, um, they grabbed 10 offensive rebounds so they only missed 33 shots and they got rebounds on 10 of those so they basically had 63 opportunities this Clippers team turned the ball over 20 times and the Celtics still got waxed by 25 it was just the the Clippers refused to miss and it was um part uh they had really good shot making but the majority of it was just the Celtics defense was garbage
0: It was very much garbage. Uh, I can't even begin to describe how garbage it was. But the pick-and-roll defense was just so, so disgustingly bad. They – if they weren't giving up just flat, straight-line runs to the basket, they were giving up alley-oops or dump-offs to the bigs for dunks. I mean,
1: it was – it felt like they had never seen a pick and roll before. It was. And there was zero weak side help on the roll man. Like they would, they would flat. Both guys would flash to the ball handler, and then they would just a wide open roll for the roll man every single time. And if there was was help, it was late help, um, where the guy could just like do a perfect pass to the guy uh, to a wide open three in the corner. How many threes did Landry Schmidt hit? It felt like a million, but he only ended we up hit with three. three but it just So many times it's just a simple rotation after that pick and roll and the uh, knockdown threes. And then it's just like, oh, you can't stop Gallo or Lou Williams. Lou Williams, it felt like his first 18 points all shot, uh, they were just like leaners that made no sense of why they go in. But they're just like, all right, that's Lou Will. He's the best bench scorer of all time. <laughs> he is. Yes. Congrats to Lou Will who, what, 11? He, pass, he passed El Curry. So that's nice. Go Eleven thousand points off the bench in that's his career. That's a lot. That's a lot of points. There was that's just nothing. There were some particular moments where Daniel Tice tried to stop him. There was even times was when bad. they just even get it back in transition, and no one tried to stop him. It was just a. <laughs> it was not great from the Celtics, but you know what? Three and one on the road trip. um it's not ideal, but for some reason it just doesn't feel like the biggest deal in the world. It just feels like, oh, This it felt like a really, like a shit happens, this is the NBA type loss. not a soul-crushing loss. And maybe just winning three games and getting the good vibes back will do that. Because if this game happened uh, to start the road trip against Golden oh State, God. Peoples would have been killing people. Uh, there would have been riots in the streets. But for some reason, it felt like the Celtics have tapped into something, and this is just one of those games where they didn't have it. Because like, if you look at their offense... Well, Not well, bad. 115 points on 48.5% shooting, 39% from three. That's 26 assists. Like they were moving the ball pretty well. It's just that's it was like a, a reverse Beavis in that the Clippers n- never stopped scoring. <laughs> the
0: reverse. The dreaded NBA <laughs> reverse, reverse Beavis.
1: Beavis. I think I hate that's to see it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I remember Dr. James Naismith writing about.
1: Trying to prevent the reverse Beavis. Well, <laughs> so that's why I put the peach basket so up high. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, man. I, I don't know. I guess there's a point in the game where it's it starts off like, oh, this is this is a tough start. Like gallows hitting everything. Like we need to we need to stop giving up these runs to the basket, and then get out to the three point shooter. Like just tighten up the rotations. And then it crosses over into the, well, what the hell are we doing here? There's a little frustration like, come on, you still have this. And then after a while, it all just turns into the, well, shit happens. And this is clearly a, a game that was never going to go Boston's way, no matter what. Uh, I think the, well, okay. We'll just finish off this particular segment with the the defense sucked and Kyrie Irving afterwards talked a little bit about it. It kind of took some of the blame. The guards on the backside of the defense didn't help tagging bigs going down the middle. That's something that you're supposed to do. When there's a pick and roll on the right side of the floor, and there's a guy running down the middle, the guy on the weak side is supposed to tag him, come over, kind of stop him, prevent the passer from seeing this guy as an open, just somebody who's open to pass to. Or just just to slow down his momentum somewhat. Somewhat. Did not happen here tonight. None of that. None of that happened. Guys ran unimpeded down the middle of the lane. So when all five guys sagged into the middle of the lane because it's like, oh shit, we can't be giving up these these dunks, then that's when you gave up these the three pointers. Uh, Shamit three of five. Danilo four of five. Beverly, Beverly two, two of three. Of three. Uh, will had
1: 34 and only hit two threes tonight. He was just, like,
0: he was the straight-line driver. This man was 14 of 20, and he only took four
1: free throws. Those are all and ones, I think. He was, yeah, he was getting to the line, um, all the and ones. And Montrez Harrell just dominated. I think the, the night was really surmised in one play where the Celtics played good defense. They, they came out in a this zone. The rebound? They came out in a zone. They played good defense. Rebound goes up. Uh, and three guys go up for it and they just run into each other and just it's right in Harold's hands and he gets a putback. Right.
0: And Harold didn't even jump, he was just standing under the basket. All one of those guys had to do was grab it and they all tip. Like it's like a team tip down to, to Harold for an offensive rebound and a putback. One of what? How many rebounds did he have? Six, four offensive rebounds for him. Jeez. Um,. I I guess we can chalk it up. But I don't feel good about chalking it up just because I felt like the Celtics had an opportunity here and they could have they could have done more to take advantage of this opportunity and my fear is that first game home off the long road trip just like what happened to Golden
1: State could potentially happen to the boston celtics I guess a hungry they- kings team yep who wants revenge yeah we did our season preview we talked a lot about revenge this is the first time it's really gonna pack a punch yeah uh, you're right and the the opportunity as well of they started the night one game back of both pacers and sixers they could have had it been a half game kind of heading so i do like it's these things happen in the nba but uh would have been a whole lot better if they won. <laughs> it would have been a whole
0: lot better if they won. And obviously they can't win all of the games. And going three and one on the road trip is fine. Like we said that before. Come out of this road trip three and one. You're good. And so they are good. They've they've they won three games. It doesn't matter which three games really, but I still I still want to believe that there there was there was more to give tonight than they gave. And I don't come out of this road trip thinking, "Yay, they're fixed." It's not completely fixed, fixed, but it's not completely broken as it was. Right? It's not. It's. It's. They're okay. They're okay. And now they've got to wrap up this season over the last few weeks. There's what 14 games left now. 14 games left in the in the NBA in in the Celtics season. Got to come out. Got to come out strong against the Kings. You've got another road trip coming up after that. Uh, you got the Spurs coming to town. You got to go into Philly again. Pacers twice. Pacers twice. There's an opportunity to get to that third seed, but you got to come out and play better. Let's take a break. We'll come back and talk some more about these individuals. There was actually the, some decent performances from the Celtics side. There were. There were. There, there's some positive. There's some also very very negative. We'll talk about that. But first, I want to remind you: if you have a smart device in your car, you can listen in your car. I know that's when most people listen to podcasts, that morning commute, that that ride home. So go ahead and ask your smartphone, your smart assistant in the car, say whatever it is that you need to wake it up, and then say, play podcast Locked On Celtics, and it will do it. No need to fumble around with your phone. So do that, and we will come back with more of the Locked On Celtics podcast.
2: Let the Locked On NBA Network of podcasts take care of your NBA bubble
0: scouting reports. Hollinger and Duncan, rejecting the screen, the Locked On NBA podcast. Subscribe to the best trio of NBA podcasts on the planet, wherever you get your podcasts. enjoying the Staples Center shoot around here for I don't know who all these people are, there's but there's a bunch of them though. There's like there's like 30 people on the floor just shooting around. We gotta wrap this up quick because it feels like they let anyone get shots I up. know, like I wanna go I wanna go get some shots up. Last time I got shots up, I hit a half court shot at Oracle Arena. That actually happened. Everybody. Allegedly. Come on! <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch.
1: Like one of my only three witnesses. I'm just saying eyewitness uh, identification is uh, hazy at best. It's a junk (laughs) science.
0: (laughs) So I hit that shot, and I said, all right, this is perfect. Like, who who has an opportunity to do that? I nail it on the first try, and I'm like, this is my walk-off moment. Drop the mic, walk off. Except as I'm walking off, I see a crowd of people coming towards the thing, and I turn the corner and I leave. Well, that crowd of people happened to include Steph Curry. Practicing half court shots. Practicing half court <laughs> shots. So I'm the only idiot in the world who can hit a half court shot at, at Oracle and have that be like a bad moment. Because if I just <laughs> stuck around for 45 more seconds, Steph Curry would have come out to join me.
1: Yeah, I, I watched Steph Curry. You, you would have been fit in right there. Son of a bitch. It was crazy. It was, a, it was a half court shot competition, and like anytime Steph needed to do it, I think it was for a car. I think Steph said if anyone could hit two before he hit one, he would give him a car. Anytime someone hit one, he would just immediately hit it. It was just <laughs> like this guy's insane. Oh my God. Well, so that sinking
0: feeling is the same sinking feeling that I have right now with the Boston Celtics, especially when it comes to Marcus Morris. Mook yes. was bad tonight and i know he hasn't had the best post all-star break he's not been playing his best basketball lately in general um he's averaged out to you know the the early part of the season where we were talking about 50 40 90 and all-star he's
1: he's now at 38 percent, which means if he was at 40 or at 50 then 45 and 40 percent for a while the most recent streak—that means he's been around like fifteen or twenty or like twenty-five. Mm. It's just mm. not the same Mook magic. And tonight he is missing layups. He oh, um, brutal. He he was, he
0: was one of the main culprits getting beat defensively. He was a turnstile. This was this was bad. And I know it's bugging him. I know it's bugging him because he he like has these moments where he stops. Like he hit that one three tonight. He was one of four. Hit that one three and again from the right side of the floor, and again, like he hit one. I forget which one of the home games it was. And Brad, like, grabbed him and like pushed him. I think it was the was pushed the him right? back on defense, yeah, yeah. Like, get back. Like, he hits the shot, it was against the Wizards because it's the game that they won. He hits the shot, and he's just like, oh,
1: finally, Fine, yeah.
0: He like looks into the crowd and he's like, oh, and then he has to get back. I I don't know like it's hard to say with Mook now. Is he going to turn it around? Which Mook is for real? Maybe the beginning of the season just happened to be the aberration because the Mook's full career is what it is and and he's not as bad as he's been lately, but he's
1: closer to this than he was the other stuff. <laughs> 45% shooter. Yeah. I think it's a time to perhaps make a switch in the starting lineup which uh, we saw Jalen Brown play tonight for Jason Tatum, who actually missed, like, what, his first, I thought Grandy tweeted out something like his first meaningful game, like, over the, oh, since the, over the last two seasons, Tatum has played the most minutes by a lot. It's He's a very durable player. Yeah, it's his first missed game due to injury. The two last year were due to rest. So, we saw Jalen in the starting lineup, and... I thought he was fantastic. Uh, there was moments in this game where Jalen Brown scored 11 points. He we had a heat check Jalen for three, where he scored shot three consecutive threes. But he's just been um, very good. He's been probably the one of the best Celtics players over the past, I would say, three weeks. Finishing in transition, uh, making good defense. He feels like he's really done uh, well to do the Euro step. I just think that like his finishing in transition and just making plays around the rim is something where I feel like he's clearly taken a step this year and. Connecting it back to Mook, I think I think it's time to make a change. I think, I. I mean, we've had this whole debate before. Jalen Brown still ended up with 31 minutes tonight, but um, Marcus Morris at 24. But I think inserting Jalen Brown into the starting lineup would make a lot of sense to me. I'm,
0: I, I, I get it. I get it. I think the one thing, like, people will look at this and say he had a great game, and he did. 9 of 13. It was a great game. Three of five from he did it, And he did it as a starter, and people look at it and say, look, he did it as a starter. He also did it as a starter in place of Jason Tatum. And having Tatum on the floor, like, they're not going to not start Tatum.
1: Oh, of course not. So I'm just trying to get less minutes for Mook and more right. minutes for Jalen. If that comes with Mook so starting, I'm the, fine with it. So here's
0: – I. I don't know if, like, Mook going to the bench could be a, could be good like that. But at the same time,
1: who? At I, the same I, time, are you just giving the ball to Mook without Kyrie on the floor? I'm asking Mook to do a bunch of offensive creation and getting more iso Mook and worse results. It
0: depends on who you're putting in the starting lineup.
1: Jalen. So, so Gordon- is Hayward is basically Hayward and Tito are running the offense. That's a lot of Tito and Mook time together. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want I Tito and Mook together. I understand the uh, the hesitancy. I'm I'm basically just trying to say Mook was bad. Jalen yes, was good. Was good. He was good. <laughs> you know who else was good? Terry Rozier. People love to crap on Terry Rozier, but I thought he Terry was Rozier pretty good. He, had he hit his shots night. tonight. He knocked. Out, he was ten of 14, 26 he, points. He led
0: the Celtics. Twenty six 26 points from
1: deep. Yeah. Um, People like to blame him a lot for pick and roll defense, but like nine, he's huh? not the guy. Like, it's rare that the guy, the guy, uh, kind of defending the ball handler is the one really messing up in the pick and roll. And people love to just jump on Terry, but I just don't think it was Terry tonight. I think it was a little, like weak side wings. And but yeah. so I thought Terry had a a pretty good game. Um, and then finally, Kyrie Irving, just still insane, still a very good basketball player. Only finished with 18 of a. Uh, or on eight of seventeen shooting, but still had eleven assists and still can do some ridiculous things with the basket.
0: Yeah, um, I, I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously Kyrie's Kyrie. Um, really, what hurt the Celtics was Marcus Morris. What, but offensively, they scored one hundred fifteen points and shot forty eight and a half percent. So what hurt them was the defense. Offensively, I'm not even. I'm not even worried about offensively. Like Jalen Brown was good. Jalen Brown was good defensively. Like he had a couple of strips. Like he was really good. Um Al Horford early on was pretty good. He was switching on to guards. I made a note early on that he got Leslie, uh he got into um, Landry Shamut and uh Patrick Beverly and got switched on to them and, and really prevented them from doing anything. But then everything just sort of fell apart. Um Offensively, I'm not I'm not too worried. Like they'll they'll figure it out. Hayward kind of struggled, but again offensively, here's one. Aaron Baines. Tough yeah, matchup he, for Aaron Baines. Tough
1: matchup for Aaron Baines. He's, they, we saw Brad go to Tice um, in the first half because when Baines clearly was struggling and then Tice was the first big off the bench in the second half. Baines, I don't know, he did break his foot, right? It wasn't broken. But he's still, it's, he still, had had a hurts mo- so it's, mobility. I'm sure it hurts. He has not looked great since coming back from that That's a injury. fair
0: enough point. He's it, But he also has trouble with the bigs, the mobile bigs, the athletic bigs. Um, so he's not always – as much as we look at Baines as a guy that can really, really help this team, and he does, there are, in fact, certain matchups that not necessarily
1: suited for him,
0: which is why you have Daniel Tice and why he theoretically can come in and, and do some things. And But when
1: Daniel Tice is your solution to stopping Lou Will
0: <laughs> – He's it's not, not gonna go well. You can't switch him. Like no, you can't switch when when Tice is out there. This, the, no. So that didn't go particularly well. Uh Shimmy got into the game. He didn't have the best minutes. Um I mean, he only no,
1: I mean, if we're just looking, I'm just trying to find some positives. They lost by 25, and they gave up 140. Like, Kyrie, like they just basically all came out after the game like, yep, we got our ass kicked. <laughs> and, you know, that's... That is if true. Jalen Brown, probably the smartest guy on the team, put it so like that, I'm not going to be one to debate him. <laughs> <laughs> he so went to Cal. He took what? graduate school
0: classes. He, he did. So why don't we, uh, I don't know, chalk it up. Let's. I don't know what else you're going to say about this. Uh, we can talk about lineup changes all we want. It's, it's just not going to happen. Uh, Brad Stevens has said from the beginning, like, he does not think that that's p- the root cause of any problems. They won three games without any lineup changes, so can't overreact to this one game because Jalen started and played well. Jalen's playing well. I like him in his role. I think, I think I'm, I've made my case. I've made my case. So we'll just we'll see how it goes moving forward. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll do some tweets. We'll do a junk drawer. And we got a new segment. <laughs> a new segment. Sponsored, not really, but hopefully. Maybe. Maybe. One day. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll do that when we come back on the Lockdowns On Celtics podcast. Every game we ask you to tweet us during the game with the hashtag RaininJays if you have something basketballish to say or RaininJunk if you've got something goofy to say associated with the basketballish stuff. And then we read them. Some of them on the podcast. So thanks to everybody. I apologize if we don't get to read them all. But we got to try to keep this thing to a decent time. So with that... Let's go to at real easy guy, Jalen playing top-notch D. This whole quarter making the most of the start. Must have at least two steals, maybe three. Has made the right basketball play each time he touches the ball so far. Just goes to uh, what we were saying before the break. Jalen Brown was very good at basketball. And maybe one of two guys who were very good at basketball, three. Um, And we'll just leave it at that. Uh, let's see. At A. G. Freeman, yeah, Hayward has lost his California mojo.
1: That's true. He yep. Three Oracle, good games on the trip. Oracle uh, Gordon is no more.
0: Well, we'll see what happens when we go back. It, it, and I think maybe this kind of shows that you. I don't want to like just be reductive and say the Celtics go as as Gordon Hayward goes, but when he's he a good is bellwether. <laughs> What's that? He's a good
1: like litmus test. Yeah, when
0: he's when he's playing really well, the Celtics are
1: very very difficult to beat. There are ridiculous stats like when he scores over twenty points. It's like they're forty nine and zero. I just made it's, that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but I, I think uh, it, it does it does make the Celtics very difficult to beat because when the the bench is in, like they can stop runs, they can go on runs on their own. It just, it just adds an element. So uh, the good thing is these bad games from Gordon Hayward are fewer and further between. It's not happening as often. Those games used to be the norm, and now they're starting to become the exception, which is another good step progress-wise. We're making progress with Gordon Hayward, and that's good. On to the next
1: one, at Beard Jam. Beer here, Jam. He in the building tonight. Yeah. Did you Did you see him? I didn't see him. I didn't see him because I wanted to be able to dab at him because I thought I was going to be sitting downstairs, but then I was up in the in the halo, and no one could really see me up there.
0: Yeah, wh- that's way up there. Huh? It's
1: uh, it's up there. Yeah. Wow. No respect for the locked on side. I
0: podcast. I be honest with you, I I had the best media seat in the house for once. Finally, I was sitting like two seats over from like uh, there? Drake's. Yeah, right there. What? I was. They had me right there. The center court, it was it was Scow, Drapes, B Rob, Brian Rob from Boston Sports Journal, and me. Oh, it seems
1: like a good deal.
0: That was a good deal. I had a deal with Chris Grenham up in the <laughs> oh God up in the balcony. Oh,
1: I'm sorry for you. I know.
0: Uh, so anyway, Beer Jam. Fitting that the beautiful disaster in quotes sees, are in town for 311, one of the last best unofficial one of LA's best unofficial holidays. What's 311 Day?
1: Uh, I don't know. There's a band called Three Eleven, but I don't. Other than that, I don't know. I'll do some quick googling. Sure. While
0: I continue with the uh, hashtag at uh, Trav underscore Lewis, someone get these Clippers for aggravated assault. These boys be charging.
1: Um, I mean, my it's they, the Clippers are. I don't want to say they're sneaky good, but just. They're good. They're the fact aggressive. that they can bring Harrell and Lou Will off the bench is kind of insane to me. Trez is a revelation for them this year. He's a big, big, big revelation for them. Uh, and apparently he just talks to himself the whole game, a la Bobby Portis, which I'm a I'm a huge <laughs> fan of crazy just shouting at yourself. That's the kind of basketball player I want on my team. That's yeah. KG style. Blake Griffin was actually on part of my take recently talking about like, shit talk from KG, and he said, KG would always be talking about you, but never be looking at you. <laughs> and just no-look <laughs> shit talking. That's the kind of craziness you want <laughs> in a basketball player. <laughs>
0: uh, at Celtics Hub 24-7, I think Mook is broken. Well. I hope not. I hope not, because we really could use him. That's, Mook is in that same category as like Gordon, where if Mook's playing great, it's it's hard to beat the Celtics. Basically, the Celtics are you can count on Kyrie to be pretty good or great. You can count on Al Horford to be good or great. And then if it's Jalen or Jason, like that's good too. And then if one other guy, Mook, if if it's if it's both Jalen and Jason, or if Gordon Hayward or if Terry Rozier, if like one of those other guys
1: Comes up with a big game, then the Celtics are basically impossible to beat. They need f- like either four guys to play really well, or five guys, five to six guys to play just above average. Pretty well, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see.
0: Uh, <laughs> also from Beer Jam, JB's a little jump to himself after that three. I know after he hit those, like he had that stretch of three threes in like forty-five seconds. He did like a little hop. Uh, Excited, he was running down <laughs> was the court. Like he was just like that's his that's his uh, I'm hot from three thing. Uh, let's see, at Dallas Nelson 35, going to try to be positive about tonight and say the Celtics are just trying to help the Clips make the playoffs so they get their draft pick. That
1: is an added bonus of losing to the Clippers is that it's more likely the Celtics will get what, three draft picks uh, this next year, maybe four with the Grizzlies keep winning? Could be. Could They're helping their cause by beating the Kings and losing to the Clips.
0: Uh, At Reese Hughes wacky thought Stop filing, Lou Williams.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're trying everything. It just, he's so really good. He had two girlfriends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and finally, from at Scropeburg, I feel like this season has featured more outlandish shooting performances by opponents than the last five seasons combined. Is it luck, inconsistent defensive, defensive effort, a curse, justice? This is justice. Justice?
1: I'm a criminal justice professional, and this is what justice is. Swift certain proportional sanctions for uh, your malfeasance to society.
0: Whoa, malfeasance.
1: Yeah, I was just throwing out words there. That didn't even have to make sense. I feel like all of those words made sense in that order. They're, that's a thing. Swift uh, certain and proportional sanctions. That's like how you That's how you want to sanction folks. That's... I just threw out malfeasance because I got lost in my own sentence. <laughs> uh, I have no other malfeasance. All right, let's move on to the Rain and Junk hashtag. This is also from Beer Jam. The Clipper ships are trying to battle erotic city with sexy paradise, and the edible is giving into it. I need a second-half super lemon haze rip. I don't know what that is, but there are dispensaries that are legal here in the great state of California.
0: They deliver. I've seen Ooh. billboards for cannabis delivered.
1: Well, maybe Beer Jam got into some beer jam before the <laughs> game. <in. laughs> this is from Joe McDonald. Pat Beverly is a mix between Marcus Smart and you fill in the blank. A smaller guy? I don't um, know. Pat Beverly is a mix between Marcus Smart and... He's more of a... He's faster, I think. Quicker. Kemba Walker. Oh, He doesn't have the offense of Kemba Walker. That's a tough one. He's a mix between Marcus Smart and Marcus Ish Smart's Smith. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I, just, I clearly listened to a podcast today with Blake Griffin where he mentioned <laughs> uh, Ish Smith.
0: Okay, maybe Kemba's a little too much. But, um, I mean, Beverly can hit... Eh, never mind. This anyway. is
1: from Halati. I know I mess up that pronunciation every time, but I have to first thank him for making my new Twitter profile pick. Uh, pick. That was him? Yeah, vote Jam Kaizen. That's an awesome one. That's great. Who wins a series based purely on how unstoppable they are against the Celtics? The Clippers or the Magic? Um, I think the Clippers. I think the Clippers. But I mean, the Magic are pretty good against the Celtics.
0: Yeah, the Magic have their their moments against the Celtics, but I think I think the the Clippers have uh they're they're pretty good. Plus any team with
1: Montrez Harrell wins. Alright, you ready for a new segment? Let's do it. Do I have to do any sort of announcing? No, you? this is all me. This new segment is called Jam Packard's Jam Witch, Witch Jam of the Game. Brought to you by <laughs> Welch's PB and J Jam Witches. <laughs> This Is where Jam Packer just selects out his favorite dunk from the entire uh, the entire game, and the Jam Witch, which Jam Dunk, of the game goes to Gordon Hayward for his dunk in transition after a smart three. That that was Jam Jam Witch. It's delicious. <laughs> it brings together the great taste of peanut butter and jelly <laughs> without a crust. Get them at your local grocery store. That- now, this was prompted by. I had about. They had these at uh, the Staples Center today in the freezer. I had about three or four sandwiches. They were delicious.
0: They? I can attest to that. It's
1: nice, solid peanut butter and jelly. And they did a little frozen things or like it was refrigerated, so the peanut butter was like a little bit harder than the jelly. It was, uh, it was a great uh, mix up in your mouth, and everyone was invited. <laughs> <laughs> I can attest. I can attest. So I think we're going to be continue doing that until the Welch's company. Uh, located in Concord, Massachusetts, starts sponsoring the podcast because the Jam Witch, Witch Jam of the Game, has been fantastic. And shout out to Gordon Hayward for winning the first annual. Uh, annual is not the right <laughs> word. We play, I just said we're going to be doing it every game. But the uh, Welch's PB&J Jam Witch, Witch Jam of the Game, goes to Gordon Hayward. Everybody tweet at Welch's telling them to sponsor this. All right, moving on. Uh, just the food all in the, in the uh, staple Center is outrageous. I must have eaten eight meals today. Uh, most of it ice cream based and jamwich based, but it was fantastic. Um, also, speaking of the, the Clippers' experience, it's completely different from the Lakers' game. It's it's funny how like changing the colors can uh, can do that. Yeah. Um, but pregame, uh, they have like a nice little press conference room, but. Instead of passing around a microphone, they just have two boom guys yeah. who shove a boom mic into like people's right faces in your face. while they're asking questions, and it's just very awkward. And I, I had laughed, questions. I was laughing the entire time. I had
0: questions from for Doc Rivers, but I was afraid that guy might take out my teeth.
1: And he doesn't pull away once you ask the questions. He holds it there he in holds case it. you have a follow-up. Yeah. Oh, boom guy was fantastic. <laughs> Refreshing. And that guy had, like, the
0: crazy, like, mustache, the one guy.
1: Well, there was two different boom guys. The crazy mustache guy was on the right. Then you had, like... Guy who looks like he's 16 years old on the left, yeah. boom guy. The Clippers are out here. creating Jobs, those two jo- like those two things don't need to exist, but they just employed two people to hold the boom mic. So yeah. good for them. Shots to them. Not much of the in game stuff uh, from the junk tour, but Kyrie did do a cool ninja slide at one point to get a loose that ball. Was cool. Um, and then ca- somehow got a tech, which I don't, I couldn't see what happened, but I
0: <laughs> thought he like kind of elbowed like as he walked by. what is it Lou Will? Like he just walked by and just
1: kind of gave him like a little elbow. And so. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess that happens. Uh, my biggest junk drawer uh, observation tonight, tonight was Hawaiian night, correct? Yes. So they had, uh, apparently they sang, uh, Jay King was very upset. They sang oh somewhere go, over the rainbow. He was very upset uh, uh, At this. halftime. I missed that. I was eating more jamwiches <laughs> or trying to get more jamwiches. Yeah. Um, sandwiches and cm by the way would be an excellent oh combination god. oh my god you're just trying to angle with a co- for a commercial with uh al, al horford. horford you're damn right i am <laughs> <laughs> um but hawaiian night back to hawaiian night so they had that they had some hawaiian dancers at one break but then every other thing on hawaiian night was just surfing related and they just played the beach boys who are decidedly not Hawaiian and not all Hawaiian things are surfing. I just felt like it was like the laziest attempt at trying to pull off Hawaiian night ever. There was a whole clippers squad dance to it, just beach boys dancing with surfboards. It was very bizarre to me. I yeah, I felt
0: like Hawaiian night was like a a big old sponsored night from
1: like it was from Hawaiian travel. It was like from like flyhawaii.com. Yeah. But yeah, they, you, you can't get more cultural Hawaiian stuff. No, no, they didn't. They got their money. That was just to like throw some Hawaiian they shirts on people. Four Beach Boys songs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that's that's all they they got their money. Jam. It's just like, oh, fly Hawaii, something or other. Is like, yeah, we'll throw you however many thousands of dollars. You make a Hawaii night, and we're good. Yeah, I don't care what it is. Just make it. Tropical in some sort.
1: And that's fair. Um, all right. We saw a, a stretch there where it was just foul after foul after turnover off your offensive foul. And uh, I was reminded of one of the, the great tweets on Celtics Twitter by Sam Sheehan where it just says, uh, sounds like rock lobster, but instead you say, Scott Foster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so every time there's a stoppage of play, I
1: would just say to myself, Scott Foster. <laughs> So I had to bring that up because that's just fantastic stuff. That's a that's an A one tweet. Um (laughs) Jalen had a real cool pink hat after the game. came out in just pink beanie. I thought that was fantastic. And then Celtics uh, tweeted out after the game, which I can't tell if it was a bit or they were just being sincere. The Celtics came just short of completing the California sweep. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just tell sure. if I was referring to three and one, so it was just short or it was just a hilarious bit about getting uh, p- pummeled by 25. <laughs> but whatever it just was, it was just the bit. Outside. It was fantastic. So shout out to the Celtics Twitter account for that one. Yeah, junk-related uh,
0: observations?
1: I didn't.
0: Uh, let's see. Did I have any junk-related
1: observations? Any nominations for the Jam Witch? Which Jam of the Game? I, I seriously can't remember any other dunks. I, I don't recall Tyce Tice any... dunked at one point. There was an alley-oop to Tice at the end of a shot clock, uh, but the Hayward dunk was more uh, was better. Yeah, I all of my notes were... Well, eventually it's just like such a bad game that you stop taking notes. Yeah, like after the... Th- well, let's let's expand it out to, to greater to- California experience. Any other junk? Uh, I did pick up a six, seven, ten split while bowling last that night. That was
0: fantastic. Video proof of that is now exist now exists on Twitter. Uh, that was fun. I had fun on this trip. I mean, I, I lost. I got my baggage. Uh, I had that whole debacle coming from Boston. Uh, my my bag got lost. Yeah, but I got a whole new outfit. I did. I did. I went and uh, bought a whole new outfit for that. Uh, that was the uh, Warriors game in San Francisco. I went shopping in San Francisco for a new outfit, so that was good. Um,
1: what else? I got. I don't. Not very much junk. Not a lot of junk. That's well, probably uh, for the best. Then <laughs> I think that's a good place to end the show. Yeah. Rainy J's dominated California. We ju- we just <laughs> lost out. We came up just short of fully dominating California. It's
0: my first time in L.A., and I, I enjoyed it. I didn't do a it's ton. It's very big. There's it's a overwhelming. Lot. There's a lot. You have to take a car everywhere. Yep, yep. Uh, but, you know, luckily there are some people out here with some cars that we were able to hitch some rides with. That's a good point. They do have cars uh, out here. People do have cars out here. Yeah, you know, so shout
1: Oh, I already talked about seeing uh, stand up. I, I don't even know what day it is. Oh, yeah. I've lost track. I have no clue. All I know is I'm flying home. Oh, I don't, we're, we're, I'm ready to go We're home. making Jay do a solo podcast tomorrow.
0: Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. yeah. He got to figure that out.
1: But, yeah,
0: we got to get out of here.
1: Let's do it. That's it.
0: All right. <laughs> That's the show. All you new listeners, shouts to you. Thank you for sampling us. Hope you enjoy it enough to subscribe. Please. Please subscribe. Follow us on Twitter if you don't know us already, if you're new and you're just figuring out who we are. Again, I'm John Corrales. I'm the beat writer. I cover the Celtics for Mass Live. I'm on Twitter at Reds Army underscore John. Jam is on Twitter at Jam Packard. I'm and-
1: a uh, sandwich enthusiast and <laughs> liaison to Weird Celtics Twitter.
0: <laughs> and all of you regular listeners... Thanks for sticking with us throughout all of this. We enjoy it. Uh, Numbers have gotten uh, a little bit better. We're rising up in the ranks, and that's thanks to you guys for giving us those five-star ratings and those good written reviews. Keep on doing that if you haven't done that. Share the podcast. Tell everybody to listen to the Locked On Celtics podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network.
2: Yeah, Corrales, Packer, and Jay King. And hit that subscribe button.